0: SMS SAFM Now on 41391 Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10pm till midnight 104.2107
1: 1042107 nationwide this is SAFM and you can also get us on uh, channel 814 on DStv. My name is Patricia Nduli, and we are the A team. Currently we are joined by Chief Khoisan SA and we are talking about the Khoi and San and also known as Bushman heritage since we are celebrating heritage month. Now Chief Khoisan SA we are aware that you were camping outside the Union buildings. Could you tell us about what caused you to camp at the Union Buildings and are you still camping?
2: Yes, uh, we are still camping at the Union Building. Um, Well, if I can take you back a bit about why we are Now, we came here in 2017, uh, walking all the way from Eastern Cape Port Elizabeth, arriving at the Union Building on the 30th of November, 2017. Now, in 2017, when we arrived here, uh, we spent 24 days. Out of the 24 days, uh, we went on a hunger strike for 17 days. Eventually, uh, Cyril Ramaphosa, as deputy president, then uh, received a memorandum on Christmas Eve. Now, in the memorandum was four demands. Uh, the first demand is recognition as the first people of South Africa, the Khoi and the Sand people. The second demand on the memorandum is that on the coat of arms there's a language it's a language of the tom people it's my language uh, but the language is not official so the second demand is that the language should be official the third demand is we are saying to government that as the first nation we are excluded of all land issues now 1913 is used as a reference but we had land before 1913 So uh, we need land to be returned to us. Uh, The fourth issue is that although the term colored is freely used on government documents, Z83, the term was abolished in 1991. So the fourth demand is that the term colored needs to be removed from all government documents.
1: Now I, I want to start you here before you tell me where we are as you're speaking about the issue of uh, uh, colored. I remember last week and a couple of weeks back there's a hashtag colored Lives Matter. What then do we say about the community, the colored community that doesn't that associates proudly with the term colored? You
2: see uh, the, the history of the uh, the so-called colored people are very deep now when you actually speak to people from the so-called colored communities and you basically ask them that well what were you before colored then the term that will come up was would be hot not uh, from the hot and tot so uh, the hot and tot is also uh, what the colonists saw when they came uh, to the southern part of africa now later in apartheid um, everybody had children with a coin the same woman whether it was white or whether it was black people coming from northern central Africa now the children those children were in apartheid labeled as colored people now remember that when you when you look at currently in 2020 if somebody uh, a white person takes a black lady and they have a child the child grows up in the location the child will be, uh, as the mother being Venda Sutu. The child might look light in complexion or as a white person, but the that child will grow up as Sutu, speak Sutu. Now, uh, the so called colored in apartheid uh, then were also using the Afrikaans language. Now, the language Afrikaans uh, was a language that. Uh, When Jan van Riebeck came, he spoke Dutch and he had to communicate with the Khoi and the Sand people. So between that communication, because there was a lady working with Jan van Riebeck, Krotoa, so she was used as the interpreter, and between the Khoi Khoi and the Dutch, uh, the Afrikaans was created. But remember, the Afrikaans that you you hear now is not that offspring of Dutch and Khoi Khoi. Uh, that language was called Hottentots Holland, meaning Hottentot being Ask and then Holland being John von Rebeck. So yes, the, the colored people, when you talk about hashtag colored lives matters, uh, the colored people they do not know the majority of them do not know their identity, they do not know their heritage. Because when you look at now being Heritage Month, and you find colored people uh, around about 24, uh, they would run into SUTU vendor people asking them for their attire. They don't know who they are. But that's why we are saying to government that these people, the so-called colored people, they are our cousins, they are our, our grandmas, they are our aunts. But because they only grew up knowing colored people, so it is, it is unfair, then, for government to basically, for next year, use uh, on the census to identify us and our own family being coloured people. So the hashtag colouredness or coloured lives matter uh, was because of the incident that happened to Nathaniel in Eldos. Yes. Now, our people were frustrated. Because those people that uttered Colored Lives Matter, those are the people that do not know the heritage.
1: So what should they be referring themselves as?
2: Well, they are are Khoi and San. They are our descendants. So what you are
1: advocating for is that the the term colored should be removed um, legally and it it should be black, white, Indian and Khoi and San
2: that's
1: correct okay if you are colored and you are listening right now i'd like to hear what's your take on this coming from chief koi san sa i've got other callers here and i know you haven't finished on your point um chief koi san sa with regards to your camping but let me allow our a teamers to come in i've got anonymous on the line good evening anonymous good
3: evening to you patricia and julie and your guest i'm just inquiring i i've heard he's talked about i wanted to ask the question about we learned in school years gone by about the hottentots you know, that we called the the khoisan people we called hottentots i i that's what i learned in the fun of the big days you know years gone by mm. the history and but he answered the question i also want to inquire why do people call them Kwera? you know some people will call the khoisan people Kwera you right. know and also um, the um, the other thing is, uh, some members of my family that were whites, they were classed whites and they married, uh, they married Indian people and they were classed by the old regime as other coloreds, the old era. They were classed as other coloreds and not coloreds or not, uh, you know, Khoisan, but they were classed as other coloreds because they married Indian people.
1: Okay. Thank you oh, very thank much, you. Anonymous. Thank and, you. Um, I don't know, Chief Koisan, you heard the questions. I think for me, the term that she's just used, and I, I will not repeat it, the first term she used asking you why do people refer to you as that. I've never heard uh, people call uh with that word. It's a derogative uh, n- word that a lot of people use for non-South African black people. But do you get people calling you that name?
2: Yeah, yeah, I you are correct when you say uh, I also never heard um, the so called colored uh the descendant being called Quera Quera. Because I remember that there was um <laughs> the word also was used by one of the EFF, um, the president of EFF, Julius Malema when he when he when he said that the first people are the the Senna and referring to himself and others as Quera Quera. So quere guera was also the, use, the word that was used on basically African, black mm, people, mm. Uh, not on colored people.
1: All right, let's take a bit of a breather and we'll come back to Jay.
0: Tweet at SFM Radio and at Patricia N. Dooley.
1: Let's uh, go straight to the lines and Jay is holding patiently. How are you, Jay? Hi, good evening,
4: Patricia, good and evening. good evening to our guests. You know, it's such a beautiful and wonderful and very, very important, important topic that has come up. I wish this came up many, many decades ago so my history would have been, history lesson would have been much uh, lightened and heightened because the word cotton top was so confusing in childhood. It became such a, a joke at home at times when the little tots, Tots are little children at home, we call them. So when they did little mischievous things and cried, we call them Otten Tots. Hot and Tots. Otten Tots. But nobody really, really explained where the origin of the word Otten Tots, how it came about. To me today, I'm an adult, and in my adulthood, I took up cultural learning languages, the nine languages of of our African country, and still, I didn't come across the explanation of the Khoi and the San people. But today, I'm getting so enlightened. Yes, uh, maintaining the origin of the people, the cultural, religious rights, the language, is so very, very important. I think our Constitution must give every uh, person their right to the language, the religion, cultural and uh, especially learning your mother tongue is very important to preserve what the divine God has given each one. Nobody has chosen to be born in that family in that class or that community or whatever race. Mm. but I please please urge that each and every one respect each other's languages, the race, cultural activities, religious uh, to see. Thank and you very much, Jay. Good luck to our guests.
1: Thank you very, very much, Jay. Uh, Chief Koisan SA, Um I've got here a question from our A-teamer on uh, WhatsApp. He says, good evening, I just want to ask the King um, to please elaborate if there are black people. In Zimbabwe and Mapungubwe, there is evidence of their existence. How did they end up in Cape Town? And what is their connection to Bandu? Of great Zimbabwe.
2: Um, yes, uh, if I can answer that, is that well, the you must remember when when we look back in history again, is that um, there was lots of people that came to the southern part of Africa. Remember that there was no boundaries when we first looked at Africa. all continent now when the separation um, of uh, basically uh, all this everything split now on the southern part of Africa the first people uh, that met us was the Portuguese because remember they are people that travel through uh, ships and and then later on uh, through the VOC they also from Jan van Riebeck, and uh, the voc when they needed uh cape town to be uh, a place where when they travel from 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 u.s to get spices uh cape town would be a place where they can stop and then have refreshments and then go to india to get the spices and then move back now when when you look at the koi, koi and Sand, that's why the two was used. That around the sea you would have got the Khoi people. Now inland you got the Bushmen or the Sand people. Now the the relationship with with the Bantu people was when when they the Bantu people remember they came from Central and North Africa. Now some of them uh came through, over to Limpopo, and then others move towards uh, the north, being um, Natal, and then others moved towards the east. Now, those that moved towards the north, uh, uh, the Zulu people, they met up with the San people also there. Now, there was also fighting amongst the Zulu people, and um, the Zulus, lots of them also took Sand women, um and then the men were killed. Now those ones who moved towards the east uh, were the Tosa people, they met the Khoikhoi at uh, roundabout the fish river. Um, again there was fighting uh among the Tosa and the Khoikhoi. Now what is interesting is that uh, the Tosa people that they have actually got more clicks of all the inguris they spend more time with the Koi Koi. And what was even worse was that the fact when you looked at our language and the word Tosa was a word that we have given them uh, as a nation, because when, the, when they met us, they were fighting with us. So Tosa means angry people. So yes, they, there was a lot of relationships uh, from all other tribes meeting up with the were the koi and the sen. So uh, what is interesting is that when you look at as uh, far as uh, the black people, most of them, when they go back into uh, uh, their third, fourth, fifth, sixth generations, they find out that they are koi and sen women among them. So th- those were uh, also, when you look at um, the black people, now, remember, there was only us, Koy and Senya. So now, if a black people come, Zulu, whoever, um, then there would be Khoi women. So they would then take a Khoi woman or a Sen woman, and if it's a Zulu, the San woman would not take her ethnic group as Sen. She would then take uh, the Zulu, and then the Zulu takes a Tosa, and so on. So through that, uh, basically, uh, the San and the Khoikhoi basically vanish into um, the other tribes. Now, the ones that were left behind were the San, and um, they moved more towards the northern Cape. Um, and then, from the San was also the Nama that moved over to Namibia, and the other parts of the San moved over to Botswana. So yes, there was uh, a lot of encounter with black people, with the koi in the sand.
1: So it would uh, make you and uh, the the greater tribe more comfortable to called the Khoi and San instead of being re- uh, referred to as um, colored people and um, a-, a lot of uh, people are coming in to give us voice notes and messages and we can't get through to them right now what we'll do is straight after the news we'll continue the conversation chief Khoi San uh, so that we can be able to answer most of these questions and also give you the opportunity to please take us through what has been happening since your first camp out at the Union buildings and you outlining the fact that you need the land issue, language issue, inclusion issue and the issue of being called colored uh, to be addressed. We will talk about this after the news with Zolega Kodashe. A-teamers remember that you can call on 0891-104-207 to speak to Chief Khoisan SA or dial 011-714-4045 You can also SMS 41391 or WhatsApp on 0614-104-107 We've put up a poll on Twitter asking you, do you think that the Koi and San people have been marginalized in South Africa? Please go and vote, and we'll look at that poll a bit later. So we'll start our closet conversation around quarter past 20 past 11.
0: Late night conversations. Late night conversations. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight.
1: Late Night Conversations on SAFM 104 to 107 Nationwide. My name is Patricia Ntuli. We will uh, go into Closet Conversations a bit later, around quarter past, 20 past 11. Let us try and uh, give more time to King Khoisan SA, who is uh, going to be giving us more information about the Khoi and San um, um, heritage of South Africa. Now, King uh, Khoisan SA, you were telling us that you embarked on that um, camp since 2017 outside the union buildings. You've given us the four pillars that you were looking at. And we've spoken about the issue of uh, the term being called colored and that you don't like it. You want to be called the San people. What I'd like you to do for us now is maybe let's talk about the coat of arms because the coat of arms currently, um, I, I can't pronounce it, but I'll say it in English, um, diverse people unite. But it is a Koi language. But your language is not incorporated in our 11 official languages. And this is one of the things that has made you to camp outside the Union buildings.
2: Yes, that's correct. Now, on the Code of Arms, uh, the pronouncing is Khe-e, As you said, it means diverse people unite. Now, the language on the Code of Arms is a Tham language. It's one of the tribes of the, the Sand people. Now, what what we also, as, you, as you've mentioned, that we want the language to be official, uh, of one of the official languages to South Africa. Now, we have got a lot of dialects. Um, what the government has, has basically told us uh, through Pansalp was that they have an MOU with Namibia, where they will bring the Nama language uh, to the Northern Cape and and will make it official in the Northern Cape. Now, we said that it can't be official only in the Northern Cape. That's not official. And what is worse is that Nama is a language that is spoken in Namibia and also parts of the Northern Cape. But then we've got other dialects like uh, what is Uh, spoken by Queen Oma Katrina of the Northern Cape is the new language. Now, the new Mm. language uh, is a language that are dying out. And currently, Queen Oma Katrina is teaching the children uh, in the backyard where she's got the school for that language. And what we were saying to government is that uh, we need our languages that are dying out to to be part and parcel of the official language, so then it will become alive again. Uh, because the new language, uh, there's only a few that speak the new language: Uma Katrina, and uh, I think there's another one. So it's only two, and they are over 70 years. And um, in in Platfontaine, what is what is so uh, so sad is that in Platfontaine, in Kimberley. Uh, where there's two dialects of the same people, the Kwe the and the Kung people. Now there's a radio also there. But there's a school there, and the school are teaching Afrikaans. Now, how can that be? It, Afrikaans is teaching, uh where the people in Platform 10 speak Kwe and Kung. So, yes, um, we said to government that when it comes to language, it is not advisable uh, for, I mean, I can't go to a Tosa person and ask him that uh, I will put Zulu for him to, to be teach, So the government can't come and bring us Nama, because we, we all don't speak Nama. We speak different dialects, and that's what we're asking that government should consider bringing our dialects out.
1: How many are the dialects that you would want uh, to be officialized?
2: Um, What we have suggested to government is that, remember, we've got nine provinces. Now, we have got more than ten dialects of our languages. Now, what we are saying to government is that it is for us to decide. I mean, we, we can then sit with government and say that um, in these provinces according to the tribes in that area geographic area those are the languages that were spoken there and what what we could use as a national language if we if we use nama as as a national language uh meaning then that if i am from eastern cape and i go to western cape although western cape might speak the uh, but because nama is national uh, the, those people in the Western Cape would also understand me uh, when I speak Nama. So that is what we basically uh, put forward to government, that we should sit down as coincident leaders with government and decide now how are we are going to spread our languages across the nine provinces so that everyone, not only ourselves, but everyone in South Africa can be part of learning the first native language on the southern part of South
1: Africa Now, um, King Khoisan SA you know, I've, I've got a message here from our Twitter and it comes from at meadow underscore reads saying, did your guest speaker just say Kosa means angry people did I hear that correctly can you please explain to us um, is this what Kosa means in the Khoisan language
2: Yes. No, that's that's correct. it's as I said uh, earlier on that uh because because of the time that they met us at Fish River, there was a lot of fighting and they I mean I'm from the Eastern Cape and I know the Tosa people because they are really angry people.
1: <laughs> hmm. Okay. Um let's go to Aisha, she's on the line. Good evening Aisha.
2: Good
5: evening, and good evening to the listeners and to the gentlemen that you have on the line. There's a couple of, of points that I would like to correctify. Firstly, the groupings are Cape Koi, Nama, Kurana, Griqua, and what the white people name sang. Secondly, there is no group uh, uh oh, or let me rephrase that the term bushman was coined by david Kraper in 2005 directly translated from far because we do not recognize the term that was given they they do not recognize the term that was given to them uh, thirdly, about language. Nama, or up as it is known, is a living language, so it is totally feasible to have it recognized as our official language. Fourthly, in Bushman tradition, there are no kings and queens. Um, Check with any historian. Um, What else is there?
1: While you're still thinking, uh, Aisha, is it okay if I can just bring in uh, King Khoi Senese to come and respond? While you're still thinking about your other points, stay on the line. King Khoi Senese, you've heard Aisha's uh, comments on uh, some of the corrections.
2: Yes. Um, well, if Lisa, remember that what Alicia said uh, is, I did not go into Like, remember, when she talks about the Nama, the word, the Korana, the Cape Koi, and the Sand, she is referring to uh, those groupings are groupings that government is recognizing. And I mean, I can go continue further on, uh, because we didn't tell government everything. That is just the five that uh, government was basically saying that those are the people that they want to use. Now when she talked about uh, the the term bushman and she talked about uh, David Craper. Now when you go into uh the northern cape now the word son is also not a word that is favored by uh if you if we use the bushman people because son in the khoikhoi language is is a, a second class citizen now, and that was used on the Bushman people. Now, the Bushman people are the first natives. They are before the Khoi Khoi. So um, then when you looked at um, the Bushman people and you look at David Craper, now, in the Northern Cape, once again, there's a majority of the San or the Bushman people. Now, even between them, you might go there and you find that when you speak to some, some will say, yes, uh, I am a sand. Because the term Komani sand was used on the clan of, of David Kraper. But then when you go to
1: other places...
5: Excuse me, can I interject there?
1: Go ahead, Asia.
5: No. Fact. The Krapers are the people that, that initiated... The land claims. And the government said that there's not enough people. And they decided to deal with a Bushman problem by dumping Bushmen from different clans everywhere on the Kripa's land. That's what happened. And, they, and, and Roger Channels gave it a name and called it Kumani San, And we're not done. We're
1: going to deal with it. Aisha, when you say uh, um, we are not done, we're going to deal with them. Who is we and who is them?
5: Oh, uh, okay. there is just one other important point now. It just slipped my mind. Please, can um, you please uh,
1: answer so you qualify what uh, the statement you've just made? We gonna
5: deal with we're going to deal with our land issue, which is not correct.
1: When you say it we, who are you, who are you referring to? Just so that we have an understanding, are you talking about the Khoisan? Oh, wait, wait. David. Let me just say this, because this is important.
5: I would like to explain uh, according to the the United Nations 2003 Convention on traditional knowledge or indigenous knowledge or Culture? Uh, no, the right word is cultural manifestations, because in South Africa there is a a, a perception amongst other black people that people of colour have got no culture and no tradition, and this is a sore point.
1: And amongst black people, that people of colour. Yes. Okay, You need to qualify. Again, I feel I am lost. Are you talking amongst black people and colored people? Who are people of color? Who are black people? You, Aisha, when you're making statements, please help us to understand so we can go with your flow. Okay. Yeah.
5: The, let, let me rephrase that. Africans in South Africa have a derogatory attitude I don't like the term colored because it is derogatory. It means obscene procreation and and bastards. So I agree with him on that. That term must go. Um, So the so-called colored people, black Africans look down on so-called colored people and and they pass funny comments
1: and they say, "Oh, but they have no culture." All right. So, so Aisha, and I, I'm, 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 you know, when we mix, when we are making sweeping statements, we are not addressing what we are discussing right now. Uh, I'm going to have to thank you and uh, allow you to to go. Um, I, I'd like us to caution ourselves. Yes, we are having an open discussion, but when we start making sweeping statements about topics that are not. Current and at hand, we are not assisting the conversation to go anywhere. What we are trying to do here is gain understanding on the Koi and San people. Hence, we've got King Koi San. Unfortunately, because of time, I have promised all my A team that at 20 past, or in fact, it was quarter past, we were going to start late night conversations and we we're going to be talking closet conversations. So let me allow uh, King Koi San to please wrap up. Uh, King Koi San, I think you and I need to have a, another conversation, but after the break, we'll have our final uh, parting shots.
0: Late Night Conversations with Patricia Ndulli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight.
1: I'm going to ask that uh, we come back uh, to King Khoisan SA uh, sometime next week so that we can go and find out, uh, you know, what has happened has anything been done but uh, for now let us just wrap up the conversation just give us your parting shots uh, King Khoisan Essay and uh, next week uh, sometime early next week uh, between yourself and Benzito you'll come up with a day that we'll have a full hour where we can have an understanding of the plight and we also need you to clarify some pointers because I've got a lot of tweets here and messages saying they don't understand why you'd call Kosa people the angry people Um, and then there's the whole colored notion um, so there's a lot things that we still need to qualify but as we close off until next week uh, what are your parting shots?
2: Yes I think that you you are right that we need to extend this Uh, because the person that called in um, was not adding value to the conversation because on the one hand she was actually accepting and then she posed questions which is irrelevant uh, to what we were debating about Um, but what i can say also is that what is important for us all as africans that we need to come to a point where we start learning each other's culture each other's heritage each other's identity and respect ourselves and cultures because it is important for us as africans that we reach out to one another because now we are at the union building Uh, also as Africans, as San people. But other Africans see us as something different. And all of us were once again called blacks. Because black was used as a term of people not white and European. So all of us was once black. But for some matter, or something happened so those are the discussions that I think that we need to engage in when we basically talk also next week. Okay. And um, yeah.
1: Thank you very much, King Khoisan. And, and uh, we'll have those discussions again sometime next week. And uh, we'll hopefully be able to get through some of these messages. We'll definitely save them. Have a very good evening, further, and thank you for your time.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Patricia.